0: Okay, Beshem Hashem Naaseh V'Nasliach We're doing the Yud Gimel which will start from Yud uh, Bet Amur Bet We left off last time I think it was v'amarab Chanina. Hanina, is that right? No Oh, Amar b'avachana. Is that is Is that what it is? I think the first one on the line was Minan, I think that was that's what we left off Minayin yeah. No, we did that already. We, we, we got up to the two dots. Ordinary. I'm a That's what we're up to. The last word in line is. You see it, guys? Yes. Okay. It's the two dots. Says the Gemara. A person shouldn't read to the light of a candle. We said on Shabbat, the person is so Welcome, Fred. Person is Asur to read to the light of a candle on Shabbat. Okay? So we're going to discuss the details. Amar Abba. Abba says, Even if the light is the height of two grown men, you have it 10 feet tall, still you're not allowed to use it. Even though you might say, well, if it's so high, who's going to come to tilt it? You have to climb up to get it. Still, you're not allowed to use it on Shabbat. Even at the size of the two men, even two yokes still would be too big. Even if it's ten houses tall, still you're not allowed to tilt it. Even though we know you're not going to tilt it, the rabbis, once <laughs> they make a gezera, they don't change it and say, well, oh, if it's low, yes, if it's tall, no. Once they make a gezera, you can't use it, you can't use it. Right? So the Mura says, Chadu de likri, Hatresh Shapir Dami It says Lo Yikra Lo Yikra is singular He shouldn't read It doesn't say Lo Yikri'u Which would have sounded like They can't read So the Gemara, the Gemara wants to make The following implication The Gemara wants to claim That the reason why the Mishnah Uses singular language Lo Yikra Is to teach us That if you had two people Since one guy will remind the other guy Hey, hey, not don't, don't, don't do the light Be careful Don't tilt the light if you have two people it's allowed to read, one person sitting is not allowed to read, but two guys can. That's what the Gemara wants to make a diuk. You with me, Sam? Good. So it says, the Gemara, Chadu, one, the he can't read. Hav trebatu, Shapir Dami, would be okay. Vatanya, how could it be? We learned the following in a Brighta. Loichad, shnaim. Brightness is not one guy and not two guys, so it doesn't work when the two guys are, are doing one thing so one guy's doing it and the other guy's watching him so since he's watching him he'll remind him but if two guys doing two different things one guy's reading a, 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 a one book and the other guy's reading a Gemara, so they're not they're not noticing each other and either either one you have a, instead of having less of a chance you actually have double chance for the guy to tilt. You have two guys who might tilt. If you have one guy reading and the other guy doing nothing, okay, so he'll remind you. But if two guys are reading, they'll both tilt it. Okay? Okay. Amar afilu asara adam asur If you have a torch where a lot of people could use one torch because it's much bigger than a candle, even ten people are not allowed to read from it. Amar Ava, but Ava says, If the guy is a Hashubi guy, and he doesn't bother with tilting his oil, he lets it burn out, he's a rich guy, he'll just redo it anyway. A guy like that is allowed, he would never tilt it, he's Mutar on Shabbat. Metivi, but we asked the question, how could you say Adam Hashub could do it? It says the following, Breitah, Welcome, Eli. Loy the person should not read by the light of the candle. Right? Person don't read by the light of the candle. Shemeyate maybe he'll tilt. I Ben says I could read but I won't tilt it. Pamachat one time, Kada, he read, Ubi and he wanted to read he 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 almost, he almost tilted it he says, wow, how great are the rabbis, they say you shouldn't read to the light of the candle, look, even me who would never think of doing something wrong on Shabbat, I almost tilted, so if I almost tilted, anyone could tilt, I'm so happy that the rabbis made the Gizirah, that's one story, but the other way to understand, understand the story is different, some say that he almost tilted, he did tilt, Right? Divrei Chachamim. I'm sorry, Rabbi Karav Hita. He actually read on Shabbat. Hita, and he made Avera, And he tilted. This is, we're talking about a tana. A tana tilted the candle on Shabbat and made Avera, deoraita. Vekatav al pinkaso What did he do when he realized he did? He just did the Isu deoraita. Katav al pinkaso He wrote on his notebook. Ani, I. Yishmael ben Elisha, Rabbi Yishmael ben Elisha, he, he left out the Rebbe, I guess. I guess he, he felt bad about himself, he left out the Rebbe. Thank you so much, Rachamim. Abdukha Amin. Yeah, Ani Yismael yeah. ben Elisha, Karati Vehetiti, Ner I read and I also tilted the candle on Shabbat. When the build of Beshabat is built, it, Abi I'll bring a fat Korban Khatat. So I saw something interesting. He, he's writing down, listen, just like everyone who, who asked the Korban, I'm Khayav Korban, Bet Okay. So when the Bet Mekdash is rebuilt, I am going to rebuild the I'm, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna actually um bring a Korban. Now somebody asked me and he said he says why Khatat shemenah? So I saw a down the other way. He said Shemenah because the problem was from the Shemen, from the oil. So he said Khatat Shemenah as a hint to the oil that caused him to, to re- require the Korban. You with me, Sam? Shemenah means fat, but the word Shemen means oil. So with the play on words, it's a way to remind him what the problem is. The, the, the He's going to bring a fat c- c- cow as a Korban when the that should be built, inshallah. Okay. Now we wanted to say from here the following thing. You see that here that even though he was an Adam Hashuv, you see it was, he was not allowed to read because that's why he says he, he did a mistake by by reading it. So you see, how could you tell me before that an Adam Hashuv, a guy who's a Hashubi guy, does not have to bother with with this gizera, and he's allowed to just read, you see this rabbi was not allowed to read, because if he was allowed to read, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have said I I owe a korban right, and he he wouldn't have been upset that he went against the rabbis if the rabbis didn't say anything to him then it's not true I'm rabbi Abba, is everyone with me, everyone got that? Uh, I don't Uh, see anyone I don't think you need to share the screen anymore, Rabbi Uh, no, okay, I'm going to kiss the screen sharing, stop sharing there we go. It's easier like that, yeah. This way I can see what everyone's doing. Okay. So Amar Rabbi Abba Shani Rabbi Ishmael bin Alisha. S Rabbi Ishmael ben was a type of rabbi who was always felt like he was a regular guy. And since he always felt like a regular guy, so uh, he never used this, this dispensation. Really, he c- could have he, he didn't really need to bring a chatat. No, he needed to bring a chatat because he made a mistake, but he really wasn't. it wasn't on him. But he made himself like a regular guy, even though he was a rabbi. Some rabbis do that. They don't take their rabbi out. And he was one of those guys, and therefore it's not a question. Okay, are we clear? Two dots. We're at the two dots. Freddie, where's the two dots? You want to tell us where it is? Come on, Fred, that's your job. I'm not I can't tell you. Okay, tell us anyway. Yala, where is it? Ah, oh, he doesn't know, okay. We're at Tani It's around... Tani first, second, second wide line. Tani Eight lines in the bottom. Eight lines in the bottom, there we go. Tani Shamash... If you have a shamosh, meaning a waiter, on Shabbat, and he wa- he's serving with a glass, and he wants to check the glass to make sure the glass is clean, you don't want to serve the glass with some, with some lipstick on it from somebody else. So he's he's got the glass, and he's checking the glass to see if it's clean. Is he allowed to check it? So the Gemara says, He can check the, the cup, or the tray, but the other um, the other writer says, Lo that he's not allowed to check. Make up your mind. Is the Shamash allowed to check? To go? We know you're not allowed to read. Read, we spoke about Eli. But the question is, is he allowed to check uh, to see if uh, the utensils are clean or not? One writer says yes. One writer says no. Make up your mind. He says, you the no, no, no. That's no, that's no problem. One's talking about a permanent waiter. The permanent waiter is worried about his job. He's going to check very, very well. He's a sewer to check the oraner because he's going to look so good and while he's looking so good he might tilt the candle. But the temporary waiter, what does he care? When you hire temporary waiters, they don't care if it's clean, it's dirty, it's not their problem, it's not their house, it's not their thing and they're allowed to check in the oraner because since they don't check so good, they're not going to tilt the candle. Are we clear? everyone knows we don't want to hire temporary waiters that's the main lesson of this Gemara don't hire temporary waiters they don't check the food okay says the Gemara if I want I can answer you with another thing Sam I was joking you could smile if I want I can answer you differently both cases are talking about a set permanent guy who is worried and he is checking. And it's not a question. Why is it not a question? One's talking about an oil candle. He, if you're doing an oil candle, the guy will tilt it. The other one's talking about a nafha candle. Nafha is um, kerosene. Kerosene has a very bad smell. And the more you tilt it, the worse it smells. And therefore, we're not worried he's going to tilt, even though he really wants to check it out. But we're not worried he's going to do it because when he tilts it, it smells. So the less smell, the happier he is. And therefore, we're not so worried. Okay? That's the second answer. So, first answer was one is the regular waiter, one's temporary waiter. Second answer is it's all talking about permanent waiters. One's talking about kerosene, one's talking about oil who the Gemara wants to ask a question. Whenever you see Ebaylu, what kind of question are we talking about? Anyone know what kind of question we're talking about over here? Is it a challenge question? Is it a what if question? What's an Ebayelahu question, guys? A what if. Who said what if? That was Eli? Yes. Yes, that's correct, Eli. Ebayelahu will ask a question according to the answer that we said just now where we said that one's talking about kerosene and one's talking about oil, what would be the law? What if you have a temporary waiter and he's using oil? Do we say, oh, he's a temporary waiter, so it's okay? Or do we say, no, but it's oil. Oil will tilt. What's the halakha? Amarav, Rav said, halakha end morning king. The halakha is that you could do it. Really, if you have a temporary raider with oil, it's okay. But don't tell the people about this. Here you have the idea where there's an idea where a person, the halakha might be that it's okay, but even though the halakha is that it's okay, we don't tell all the people, because the people are going to start start doing everything to the light of the candle. Really, it's okay? But, you know, that's Rav. He says it's halacha, and you can say it, it's fine. Tell everyone that temporary waiters who are oil are really fine. Don't worry about it. And now we have a story like this. Listen this is an interesting story. Says the Gemara. Rabbi <speaking> Ikla <in Hebrew> himself, remember, he's the rabbi before who said that you were allowed to tell everyone about it. Right, Fred? So he Ikla Leber of Asi, he came to asi Come Shem the Shamosh got up. And the Shamosh got up, and he starts checking the glass uh, with, the, with the candle. So Rav Asi's wife tells him, He says, How can it be that you did such a thing? I thought you don't let. Because you hold like Rav. He says, leave him. This Shamosh holds like his uh, boss and his boss is Rabiya Abba, and Rabiya Abba holds that if it's a temporary worker, it's okay. And since it wasn't in his house, it's like a temporary worker. You understand? Since Rabiya Abba was visiting by Reb Asi's house, he doesn't really care because it's not his house. So when he checks, he's not checking so good. So he's a temporary worker with an oil one, and Rabiya Abba says temporary worker with oil, it's okay. And that's why it's fine. So let's summarize what happened over here. It's okay, a hundred percent to check your kelim in two situations. Number one, it's okay if you have a temporary worker. It's also okay if you use kerosene. Okay? But temporary workers with oil is a machlok whether you could tell everyone, but everyone agrees that it's fine. Okay. We are now on the third line from the bottom. Be'emet Amru ha If you remember in the Mishnah it said that the chazan is allowed to show the kids where they're reading from. Okay? Didn't we say that that a person could see where they're looking? My love, we assume that when it said you're allowed to look, that means you're allowed to read with them. So how are you going to say you're not allowed to read? It just means that you're allowed to organize where they're up to. Let me explain what's going on over here. We're talking here about a Chazan. A Chazan is a guy in charge of kids. And the guy's in charge of the kids, and he's teaching him how to read. And we're telling you that even though there's a Isur to, re- to read for the light of the candle, but you are allowed to uh, check by the light of the candle what pedic you want to start from the next day. Because that's not reading, that's just looking, you're flipping through, you're uh, scanning. Scanning is okay, it's reading that's asur, and since you're just scanning to find the right spot, that's okay. Because we're not worried while you're scanning you are to tilt. No, while you're reading we're worried you'll tilt. But we're not worried that while you're scanning you will tilt. Okay? Says the Gemara. Amar Shmuel, Amar Shmuel, the cooler parsha, but the whole parsha to read the whole parasha. Look, that you're not allowed to do. Turn to the top of Yud Gimel Amudal. Next page, right here. Metivi, TV will ask a question. Rashbag Omer, Rashbag says. Hati, he says that the kids used to read and they used to find, scan, and read to the light of the candle. Why were they allowed to do it? How are the kids allowed to read and scan to the light of the candle? Ebayt ema. First answer: Lashep That doesn't mean they read. They read just the scanning. And the Ebayt ema. The second answer: Shani v'ema rabban lo ati The second answer is different. Different between a rabbi and a kid. The kid, since he's scared of his rebbe, he didn't. They don't move in the seats. Uh, I I I think that these guys are a little different than the kids in my class, but. I guess in the olden days, people were really scared of the Rebbe. And the kid was so scared, he would never move out of his seat to tilt the candle. He's scared of his Rebbe. He's going to hit him with the Asaya. Uh, Eli, you know what the Asaya is? You don't know? Yes, I'm, I'm very aware. Okay, fine. So... Um, they're worried about the Asaya. So since so the reason why we said it's asur and the Mishnah, because that's the Rebbe can't read. But the Tina Court, they could read, because since they're worried about the Asaya, they're not going to come to uh, to tilt the candle, Sam. They're good. You with me? Eli, tell Sam what the Asaya is. It's something that did a lot of damage to my body when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. We're ready, let's go. Two dots, guys. Five lines down on the top of Yud Gimul Amur Aleph. We said that in a similar vein, not only is it asur to read, even though reading is okay, but we're worried that you might tilt the candle, it's also asur for a zav to eat with a zavah. Uh, guys, try to do no amen for this one. very good, I didn't hear what amen. okay, says the Amara. Tanya, we learned in the writer Rabbi Shimon tahara Look how powerful how strong the purity was in Klal Yisrael now in order to understand this you have to know the following Min Yisrael, or even the Kohen it's allowed to eat food that's tahor, and it's allowed to eat food that's tameh, as long as the food's kosher. It doesn't make any difference if the food is tahor or tameh. People who are on a very high level of Kedusha, in the olden days, not now, but in the olden days, would be careful that even if the food is kosher, we also want to make sure that the food is tahor. It didn't go in, into a, a house with a dead body. Nowadays, nobody asks if you get a box of cereal. No one asks, Did that serve, was that cereal ever in a house with a dead body? No one cares. Who cares? You're kohen, not Kohen, it makes no difference. In the old days, people were careful. Now, says the Gemara, when the, when the Mishnah says, A Tameh guy shouldn't eat with a zava. why do we mention the guy was Tameh? Why don't we just say, Nobody should eat with a zava? If the girl is an ida, nobody should eat on the table with her. What's the difference with your tameh or your tahor? If your guy's wife is a zavah, you shouldn't eat on the table with her. Says the Gemara. You know why it says zavah zav? Because if you're a guy who's not a zav, if you're a tahor, it was so common not to eat on the table with your wife anyway, because you don't want her touching your your cereal by mistake and making a tameh. So any guy who was careful to eat chulin b'tahara would never eat on the table with his wife when she's a, when she's a, a, a zavah because she can make his food tamer, and then he'll, she'll ruin the whole meal. So we only have to tell you if you're a zav also, and anyway, everything you're eating is tamer. So you shouldn't eat with a zavah on the table. But if you were a tahor, we wouldn't have to tell you because you wouldn't be eating there anyway. So with, with the rabbis pointing out, look how, how tahor the people were in the old days that we mentioned the word zav and not a regular person because we want to show that that even though you're a zav, you shouldn't eat there. Does anyone, anyone know what I'm talking about? Does anyone follow this? Raise your hand if you got it. You can raise your hand. One, two, three, four. Okay, the rest of the guys you can't see, I'm assuming your hands are up. By the way, oh, Subi's got it. Leon's got it. Very good. Okay, good. Let's move on. Let's keep going. Similarly, Another rule is, if you have a, a Zab who separates himself from eating too to things, he shouldn't eat with a Zab Maybe they'll be used to it. He'll be used to eating there. Says who cares if he's used to doing it? What's the problem? Rather, <coughs> Shema Maybe he'll feed you tameh things. If the zav is the parush, everything he eats is tameh. Maybe we'll feed you things that didn't, didn't take Ma'asir. We're telling you the zav should eat with amarets because he might feed you something that he, he didn't take Ma'asir from. I'm sorry. The, the for sure. What? Things that are yeah. not are deoraita. But eating with him is only the Re-banan. Okay? Ve'rava No. Rov ame'aratz ma'asim him. Most ame'aratz do take ma'aser. harato. The reason why we don't tell a Zav, uh, a Zav p'oresh not to eat with the Zav is because we're afraid that if you eat with him now, when you're a Zav, later when you're Tahor, you'll eat with him too, and then he'll make your stuff Tameh, since you're used to having lunch with this guy, you might go out for lunch with him when you're Tahor, and then he'll touch your stuff, and then he'll make it Tameh, and that's the reason why they said, Zav Faru shouldn't eat with Zav Amar alitz, okay? Gorgeous. Who's who's that? Yes. Eli. I don't understand, if a Zav is Tameh, how does he eat food? If the food he touches becomes Tameh. Okay. So there is, like I said, there is no Isur in, for the Zav to eat Tameh food. The Zav Parush means he's a Zav who is usually careful, he's usually a rabbi, but now he's a Zav, he's usually very careful, now he's a Zav, he eats whatever it is. So we're telling you not to eat with the Zav Tameh, in the end of the Gemara we're saying because if you get used to eating with this fellow now, you can have lunch with him later when you're not a Zav, and then he'll touch, you, you touch your burger and you're in trouble. Okay. But that should be on everybody, even two guys that are not uh, rabbis. Well, it it, also. Well, the, those two guys—they're never careful with Tuma and tara at all. So go, go eat together. And if you have two rabbis eating together, they're both going to be careful. That's good. But if you have a, a, a zav ra, rabbi type of guy with a zav am and they get used to eating together now, that they, what? And they get used to eating together now because. After all they're both Tam let's let, might as well go, go let's go to um let's go to Broadways yeah I don't know I don't think anyone's in Broadway today but whatever right what's it called Not Broadway what's it called uh, Mr. Broadway. Mr. Broadway. Mr Broadway right not only anyone's in Mr Broadway now but in theory they would go to Broadways because anyway we're both Tamer. let's go oh I'm sorry I said okay I made him in a What's that, Benjamin? It's like, it's like the virus, basically. Yeah, the yeah, <laughs> the zav is like the virus. Like a, that's a good one. Uh, somebody told me today the Z, the, the virus is like lashon lashon hara. It starts over here. Alan was telling me it starts here. It ends up everywhere. You never you can never track it. Once it goes, you can never track where it came from. It goes all over the place. Brother, Brother recently said that too. Okay, very nice. Okay, we're at the two dots now, I think. You know, one dot. Ibai uh, What type of question is the Question, Eli, I forgot. What if? What if question. Nida ma'ush bala hib Can Nida sleep with her husband if they're both wearing pajamas? Of course they can't sleep together if they're not wearing pajamas. But if they're wearing pajamas, are they allowed to sleep together in the same bed? i of Yosef. What does this have to do with anything we're learning? Well, if you remember, in the Mishnah, we mentioned, Lo Yochal Hazav Im Azaba. Yes. Okay, well, a is similar to a Nida. right? Both of them, both, as a matter of fact, it takes a lot of thumb action to tell the difference between a, a, a zav and a Nidah. It's a lot of work in Masechet Nidah. When we get there, Inshallah, we're we'll learning about shemikorot, one mikorot. It's a very not simple situation. So they, I guess they're paralleling the thing. We want to know. Once you mention this thing about sleeping in the, in the same bed, what about an ida with the with the, with the guys? With the guy can sleep in the same bed as an ida, assuming they're both wearing clothes. Both they're both in pajamas. Says the Gemara. Okay. I'm Rabbi Yosef. Tashma, I'll bring you a proof from eating meat and dairy on the same table. You're allowed to have chicken on the table with dairy, the writer says. Now, the reason why they're comparing chicken is because chicken is with, with dairy, we mentioned last time, is only assumed with a So they're assuming... That this guy is sleeping in the same bed and the wearing clothes is like a didabanan type of thing, right? So, according to the off could be on the table. I'm sorry. I didn't hear any hook. I'm sorry. Okay. Ha off the chicken could go on the table with with the with the with cheese but it can't be eaten together so Bet is being lenient he's saying even though chicken is not allowed to be eaten you can't make a chicken cheeseburger but to have chicken on the same table as pizza big deal because even if you eat them together okay it's only the Rabbanan anyway so it's only to eat together but to have it on the same table Bet, Bet Shammai said it's okay, but Bet Hillel says no. Even that, the rabbis made a, gizera, a double Gizera. And therefore, we're assuming that just like Beth Hillel says a double Gizera over there, here too, when it comes to the guy and the girl, even though it's a double Gizera, because for number one, they're not in the... What? I lost you. Number one, they're not in the same... They're They're only in the same bed. And number two, they're both wearing pajamas. Still... The rabbis made that sword just like they did by the the cheese, cheese and chicken on the same table. Somebody's got to mute. Hold on. You with us, guys? Somebody got to mute. Says the gemara. I'm sorry, hey, Freddie, I need that credit card. Okay. <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna get in here. Okay, I got a picture. Okay, works. Uh, Freddie gave me an idea. You have to hold the place with a, with a, with an eye. Okay. What are, you, what are you trying to figure out? You're trying to figure out why. You Not why. Can a can a nida, nida. nida sleep in her pajamas with her husband in his pajamas? Yes. Why what? Why is it a question of pajamas? Well, without pajamas, it's much worse because more likely something might happen. With pajamas, okay, they're both in pajamas, less will happen. Wait, it's, it's, okay. Says the Gemara. No, Shani hatam Says you can't compare one to the other. Why not? Why can't you compare one to them? We wanted to prove over here that according to Bet you can't do anything. Therefore, here too, you're not allowed to sleep in the same bed. Most is not true. Because, the, because when it comes to chicken and cheese, it's one person, and he's got on the table chicken, and he's got on the table cheese. And he might come take a little chicken, take a little cheese. But over here, there's two people. If one person forgets, the other one will remember. It's a girl and a guy. The husband and his wife. Whoever forgets, the other one will remind them. You can't say, well, if Betty Leil doesn't let the chicken and the cheese, he's not going to let the, the wife and the pajamas and the husband in the pajamas. How can you compare the two things? One has two people, and one has one person. One person forgets. Two people going to forget? You have to win the lottery twice, both people forgetting and eating? And, and not eating, Whatever. Welcome, Abi. says the Gemara. "Hachinami mistavra." It's also logical, that when there's two brains involved, it should be different. The Ktani because the Sefer says, "Rashba Gomer Shne Ach Sanim Ha'ochlim Ashur Chanag Zehu Chay Basazekhanag En Choshin." It says that if you have two guests, right? You have two guests who are uh, eating in the same table, you have, a, let's say, a communal dining room, right? And you have two g- hotel guests who are bringing their food and eating on the same picnic table. I'm allowed to eat dairy, and you're allowed to eat meat on the same table. You know why? Because we're not worried I'm going to eat from you. So therefore, just like there, there's two brains, and the two brains allow eating on the same table, so too, when you have a husband and wife with two brains, it should be allowed. The Lord says... No, that that riot is no good. I see Freddy's not happy with that proof. No, even without pajamas, that's what you're saying. No, no, we're not saying without. We're saying that. No, no. Once you have two people, I don't need to do the extra step of the pajamas. Either. I have the it. so what are you worried about? The double step. You want to push it even the next step? That he, well. Yeah. They have no interaction with each other. So it's a double step over there. Maybe. Maybe that could be. Pick up the phone. Oh, says We only really allow on a picnic table if the two people don't know each other. But if two people on the table know each other, it's sure because they both might eat from each other. So too here, the two husband and wife in pajamas, they know each other pretty well. And therefore, we are worried in the pajamas, you can't compare the two things. And Mara says, no. Hachi, hashta how could you compare? Hatam ikah shinui. Hatam deot ikah shinui lika. Hacha ikah deot veikah shinui. When it comes to... You, you can't compare the, the, the two guests and the nida. Why? Because when it comes to the guests, there's two different brains, and there's a change. They're eating, they're eating in a different way. I'm sorry. There's two different brains, but there's no change. You're eating in a regular way. Hacha, ikadeot, Here, there's two different things. Number one is, there are two different brains, and like Freddie said, there's, two, there's pajamas too. So you have two brains and pajamas. You can't compare that to the case of two guests eating with each other who know each other where there is two different brains but there's no difference they're just eating regular stuff Sam, are you with me? good Ikeda Amri there's those who explain this in a different way let's see what the halacha is two guys eating on one table we said about it these guys also they they, they know each other meaning the Nida also knows each other I think Moran gets rid of it he says no over there there's two brains but there's, there's no Shinoi over here there's both by the woman there is both two different heads and there's also ashinoi a change okay beautiful so far we have no proof anyway let's see again we're looking for a proof husband and wife in pajamas is it allowed tashma we' we'll bring you another proof. In our Mishnah, we said that a Zav can't eat with a Zavah because maybe they'll come to Avera. So, hachanami, <coughs> you got the proof? So, just like you can't eat with her, so too you're for sure not allowed to sleep with the pajamas. Hachanami, ikah, Over there also, at the table, There's no, there's no difference. The reason why it's Asur over there by the Zav and the zava is because they're eating in a regular way like they always eat. So therefore we're worried that something might happen. But when it comes to them in bed, because they're both wearing pajamas, we might think that that's a Shinui. I guess they don't, normally wouldn't, and here now they are. And the fact that they're doing a Shinui, you can't compare it to the case of zav and Zavah. Over there it's Asur because no Shinui. Here there is a Shinui. Tashma, we'll try another proof. It says... The pasuk says, "Ne'haskel uh, el ha'harim lo ve'enav lo nasa el glul betister." Hashem didn't look at the bad things of the Jews. and he did not uh, defile or sleep with his friend's wife. He didn't come close to a woman who's nida. And now, from this pasuk, mentions someone else's wife and mentions nida. nida we're comparing a nida to your friend's wife Ma just like your friend's wife you can't sleep in the same bed as her, with her even though you're wearing clothes and she's wearing clothes you can't sleep with your friend's wife in the bed so too also your wife nida. the fact that the, 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 the Pasuk puts both of them together is implying that just like you can't sleep with your friend's wife in a bed, even though you're both wearing clothes, you can't sleep with your own wife know when you're both wearing clothes. Shema Amina, the Gemara says, yes. Now, get ready for the next piece. All that you were expecting to happen. It says the Gemara, Upliga Direprat. This is different than... This, is, this that we learned is Machloket against Rab Padat. Why? Because the Amr because Rav says, Lo Asrat Torah E'la when the Torah says you can't come close to do arayot, it doesn't mean you can't uh, touch them or sleep in the same bed. It's only making asur the actual action of, of relations. But everything else is mutar. legalot ervah. Don't come close to reveal the erva. So this coming close is right next to revealing erva, it means only revealing the about which is relations, that's what everything else mutah, this rabbi says. According to him, she should be allowed to sleep in the same bed, no problem. When Ula would come back from from the rabbi's house, he would kiss his sister on the cheek. Some say he would kiss him on the hand. And he argues on himself. The Amar Ula, because Ula himself says, Apilushum Vasur, you know not even have any closeness to an ervah, even your sister. Mishum Lechlech Amin Nazir Schos Khul Khamar Lotakraf. Because it says that if we tell the Nazir, don't go next to the vineyard. So too we tell every Jewish person, don't come close by giving a kiss, even to your sister. Now the Gemara asks, how come Ulah is going against himself? First he did it, and then he said not to do it. So some mafarshim explained the reason why is because he knew himself that he was sadika more than he was allowed to do it but he told everyone else not to do it. That's what some people explain. This is this crazy, crazy story which is a classical thing coming up. It's a, a, a Gemara that most people learn when they get married. Tana Debe Eliyahu This Brita was said from Eliyahu Navi. Maaseh B'tamid Echad There was a story with one student who learned a lot of Mishnayot, learned a lot of Torah. he served a lot of rabbis. he died early. his wife would take his tefillin. She would go to all the shuls. and she would say. it says that, it says that the Torah is. Lengthens your days My husband Learned a lot of Torah, but Turned the page Why did he die half, half his lifetime Nobody can answer How are they supposed to answer They don't know why he died this, sorry, Right <laughs> Right What happened one, one, one time I ate by her house is Eliana V talking? One time Eliana V showed up at this lady's house. She told him the whole story. And I told her, BT, my daughter, when you were in Nida, how did he act with you? Now he's dead, but why, how did he act with you then? She told me, he never touched my pinky. In your seven clean days, how was he with you? So he said, no. Then, he ate with me, he drank with me, and and he slept together with me without pajamas. He never thought of doing any Avera. Even though he did all these things, he never did a real Avera. And I told her, Baruch HaMakom Sheargo. Baruch Hashem, he killed him he killed him he went against the rabbis because he didn't listen to the Torah now he doesn't say the rabbis he says he didn't listen to the Torah why? it says woman you shouldn't come close to her so therefore he went against the Torah itself he thinks he didn't go against the Torah because he was probably learning like the previous rabbi but he says not true he did go against the Torah because that's not the way to learn the Pasuk Huh? What, what was that, Benjamin? Um, uh, I guess I guess she had a very he had a she had a very chashuv husband. She kept asking she went to every with, with, with the name. No, but Benjamin is saying, uh, "Not I don't care who she is. Let her yell all she wants." V doesn't come to anybody. Listen, yeah. if we're telling you that he learned a lot of Torah, we're telling you he's a very serious guy. It's not a small mm-hmm. thing. If they would have been wearing pajamas, then they, he would have lived. Eh. That's what you're saying. Because the only difference would be they're wearing pajamas. And, and eating. Eating on the table during the seven days of cleaning. Not being careful. Listen, uh, the eating on the table is also a problem. Look, he mentioned eating on the table, and that's nothing to do with pajamas. Okay, now there's two different versions of the story. This version we said is what happened here, there's two other versions. Ki Abdimi, when Abdimi came from Israel, Amad he said the story is, Mitachada Havai. It was one very big bed. And therefore, even though it wasn't Kirub basad, they weren't right next to each other, it still was a problem. And Bemarava Ami, in the West they said, Amar sinam B'in There, she was wearing shorts, and therefore it wasn't Kirub basad fully, and still it was a problem. So that's the answer to Freddie's uh, item. Okay. Mm. Wow. Brand new Mishnah, guys. Enjoy. Yeah. This these are the halachot that they said in the attic of Chananya ben Chizkiyah ben gurion They went to, to to greet him. And when they when they took a vote. There were more people in the attic of this rabbi from Bet Shemai and Bet Yirel, And Yud Ched Gazu Bobayom There were 18 gizerot that they made on that day because Bet Shemai had the, had the majority. And these are, one of, are, are, are those things. Now, it doesn't say what these are. The, this is a very interesting Mishnah because it doesn't say what these are. And it's not clear what is going on. The Gemara is going to clarify now. Amole Abaye of Yosef. Abaye told of Yosef, "Elu or VeElu Does the Mishnah, should the word, should there be a vav in the beginning of the Mishnah and say VeElu like we have it, or maybe the actual right girsa the right version should be Elu? What's the difference? Tomorrow we'll explain. VeElu When it says V'elu, Hanidamra, is the ones we said already. Yani, the two things we said were part of the things in the Aliyah. What are the two things we said before, we said that you're not allowed to read for the Nair, and you're not allowed to check your you're not allowed to check your things for lice for the ordinary. Those two things were part of the 18 things that were in the Attic, or Elutan, or maybe the words Elu and the things in the next Mishnah are what we're talking about. Are we talking about the past Mishnah, Ve'elu or Elu for the next Mishnah? Right? Oh, so says, Tanan, we learned, lemen, kaman, we learned in the and pulling the Oraner, you can't take out lice from oraner. Konin, oraner, you can't read the Oraner. We see that it should be Ve'elu and not Elu, because it mentions these things, and it mentions there in the attic, so therefore must be talking about that. Okay, let's do this quickly. Tanu we learned in the Mi kotev tanit. Who was the one who wrote Megillat Tanit? Now, Megillat Tanit was a, a Megillah. Freddy, you remember we learned about Megillat T'anit. Tanit. was a Megillah which mentions all the days that you're now allowed to fast on. You remember Tanit? It was before Rosh We learned it together. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, so we want to know who wrote Megillat Tanit. Says the Gemara. Amru Ben It was this very rabbi whose attic they were in. Him and his friends were the ones who wrote it. et They loved the troubles. They loved writing down how the Jews got out of the troubles, how Hashem saved the Jews, and therefore they were the ones who got the zechut to write this Megillah Tani, which is a special Megillah which mentions all the holidays that different things happened. And we got saved from. Amar so, Ashkag. You're not allowed to fast in those days, exactly. That's why it's called Migilat Tanik, because you're not allowed to fast in those days. Amar Rashbag, Hashbag said, We also love when Hashem takes us out of troubles. What are you supposed to do? If we would want to write all the different times Hashem saved us, we wouldn't have enough time to write it. And therefore, we would love to be like Him also and write Him down. But there's so many problems that are happening and Hashem saving us, we wouldn't be able to write it. Davar acher another thing that they might have said, instead of the reason why they didn't write it, and shoteh because a fool, we're not as smart as they were, and fools don't realize when something would happen to them, so therefore, yeah, a lot of things happen to us, but we don't even realize how many things were going to happen, that's why we don't write it. Tavad another pshat, and basar hamet margish b'izmal, because the body of a, dead, a, a person's dead body does not feel when you cut it. Similarly, we're like we're dead already. We got so many troubles here from the Romans that we don't feel all the miracles because we're like dead. Now the Gemara has a problem with that mashal. It says the is it true that dead bodies don't feel pain? It's not true. I thought dead bodies do feel pain. You don't to do an autopsy because a dead body does feel pain. the Rabbi says that a bug eating up a dead body Hurts like a needle in a live person. So, why would the rabbi make a thing and say, Oh, dead bodies don't feel pain, and that's why we didn't write the because dead bodies don't feel pain. We're like dead bodies. Dead bodies do feel pain, it's a bad example. It says the Gemara. Shnehmah, Shnehmah, we know that do you feel pain? Because Rather switch it, and what it means to say is that the dead flesh of a live person—if a person has a law or a, a, a limb that's not alive—so you know, let's say, you've got the foot that's not not attached to his body or not uh, not not circulating—that doesn't feel pain. That's what it means. It doesn't mean a dead body. Dead body is feel pain, but live people, with dead limbs—that dead limb doesn't feel pain. That's what it means. Okay, Baruch. I'm not amen only amen. We're going to end over here. Amar Yehuda. Any questions?